No oxygen for them. No, no. Welcome back to another episode on the Big Dane Podcast. Today, I have the guest of Matt Warnock on with me, as you are all familiar with him. Oh yeah, what's up? How are you doing, Matt? I'm just peachy. Fabulous. (laughs) Yes, very fabulous. Cool. So, people, um, two quick random thoughts from last episode that I did on pets. And I was going to say this, and then I honestly could not remember because I was so little. Um, but I was talking to my mom about it and how I was talking and telling you guys about um, my godfather's golden retriever that he had and with me being, like, very small and then... Uh, the golden retriever being so rowdy um so the golden retriever actually pushed me in the pool gasp and (laughs) am I supposed to make that (laughs) I don't know so (laughs) so yeah and I thought I was like did that happen didn't that happen and yeah so just another traumatizing experience i guess although if i did block it out i guess it wasn't as traumatizing but then it was because i was probably only like six years old and um baby dana yeah so that's that and then just one random update on my walk i found a dollar yep was a one dollar richer and then literally um, on last episode about the pets, and I was like, well, it's so silly for someone to name their cat Angelfish, because um, as you all know, that was Moo's name before I changed it. And literally as I said it out loud, it made me think, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if there's actually literally Angelfish that are black and white and so now i was looking this up after i recorded last weekend and here there's a zebra angelfish and there's over 20 different kinds of angelfish so like it kind of worked but like not really i still say no why did you name black and white cat angelfish if you're gonna go that route then it would be zebra angelfish but that's a ridiculously long name for a cat you know what's kind of ironic about angelfish they like to attack other fish how do you know that well just something someone told me Mm. that owned an angelfish so you have to like be careful what species you other other fish species you put in the same tank i'll have to ask sam about that if that's true because Moo attacks Lydia. So, anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was just, like, kind of funny. And then you, like, as you say things out loud, you realize, like, 
wait, what about this? And then you find out there could be something out there that is more of a reason why they named her that. And so here we are, but obviously I renamed her to Moo. Yeah. Okay, so today we're getting into the topic, getting a little sciency on Earth. UFOs, being on Earth, aliens, but ultimately it's just like we as humans live on planet Earth and it's the idea of just why are we here and how, how, like, and sure, like, and I'm not going to get into religion ever on my podcast, but of course there's various religions where, well, you know, God created earth and this and that. But then you have the other people who are non-religious and say it's all science. And so there's a lot of facts behind that and how stuff happened. Um, but besides that, because we're not going to get into that, <laughs> Um, it's just kind of weird. I mean, sometimes I think of it as like, we're the Sims and like, okay, let me do the same thing over and over again every day. I get up, I go to work, which is still in my house (laughs) because of the time being with COVID and working from home. And then it's like, you get your coffee, you eat breakfast, you go back to work, you break, you know, and it's just this cycle and cycle over and over and over. And it's just like a time lapse. Like, okay, let's see how this year went. And, oh, um, now my car is broken. You need $500 for that. Cha-ching. And now your sim needs more money to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're all just, we, well, there's that theory that we're all in a simulation, like, like the video game The Sims, which is a fun video game, by the way, but would be pretty messed up if, if that was real. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting to take a look at it from a bigger perspective and really think, like, um, about all the other planets, right, and then, it's only ours earth is where people are living you know and it's just if you really think about it you know you know maybe you'll get high or whatever you start to think about these things (laughs) or you just like to think about you know more sciencey things and how they became and honestly i think it's also tied into you know as you get older you you start to wonder about certain things and you think about it differently just because the way your life is changing, the way we're getting older and evolving and technology and so many other things. And it's like, well, why isn't why isn't there another, you know, planet Earth, right, where there are other humans and life? And so it's interesting that NASA, you know, and it's amazing like what they can do and what kind of projects and missions they have to try to figure this all out and date back like billions and billions of years ago but it's just 
crazy how there could be life, um, you know, at the, um, like at a minimal point of some sort of life happening, you know, like not obviously humans, but something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really interesting because there's a very, if you, if you compare, um, every, like all, all that, like, you know about all, all that science knows about other planets and like what their atmospheres are like and the conditions of the universe and stuff like that in that grand scheme of things there's a very small margin of um of conditions like a very like needlepoint um margin of where life can fester in the in the universe and earth just won the lottery really so like when nasa looks at other planets and other solar systems there's a habitable zone that they um look at and if there's planets rotating that are like just far enough away from their star in their solar system that they won't be too hot or too cold to um to cultivate life yeah so you need like the right balance of gases in the atmosphere as well as water um and that's how that's how like life can come to be on a planet yeah and it even kind of makes me think of like christopher columbus coming here and thinking that they were gonna fall off (laughs) because of the planet being round you know and it's Mm -hmm. like i think when you're younger you don't you kind of laugh about it at least i did because like well why why would they think that like you know and then as an adult you understand i think better that that's not gonna happen but i can see why they would think that looking at a round circular planet sure it looks like you're up here now you're gonna be down here you're gonna fall into like outer space you know Mm -hmm. because everything is just orbiting around each other and just we're just floating. We're here on Earth just floating around in space. Yeah, we're on this little spacecraft we uh, call Earth spinning mil- thousands of miles per hour around a, a uh, big ball of nuclear fusion. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And then even with the sun, I feel like obviously people, you know, get sunburn and it's amazing that a star so strong so far away is still making a huge impact on the earth and on so many places it's like insane and you know kind of ties into all of like the time difference like Mm -hmm. we have the sun is going down now but it's still hanging out in california you know, and, and beyond that. You know what's kind of interesting about the, the sun and the heat it gives off? Um, so the, the heat we experience here on Earth that's given to us from the sun is in the form of radiation, um, which is an interesting phenomenon. So if you, like, boiled a pot on your stove and you, like, hovered your hand, not directly over the pot because you probably burn yourself, not condoning this, but if you like held your hand near the pot or around it and you felt that heat, 
that's um, a different kind of heat than the sun is giving off. Sure, yeah. So the sun's giving off radiation, and radiation doesn't give off heat until it makes contact with the surface. So from the, from the sun to the earth, the radiation doesn't give off heat, but once it makes contact with earth, our skin, the ground, the houses, buildings, whatever, then it gives off heat. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, your car gets super hot because the surfaces are the surfaces in your car are getting hot, but then it's trapped inside of your windows and stuff yeah. Like and yeah, it's just it's kind of just strange. Like, well, why do we have to work to live, and why do we have to do things to be on this planet? Like. Mm-hmm how how did that happen and it's just kind of weird i think to think about and like the purpose of why we're here and you know humans i think we're made to interact one another so with covid like huge huge impact on everyone because that literally in-person connection is was absolutely and in in, partially is still gone you know and i think it you know just kind of goes back to well why are we here (laughs) and i keep saying that but it's like what are we doing (laughs) you know what's interesting is i i didn't really think about this until we started this podcast this uh episode but i I think I'm, it's pretty, there's a very high chance that this planet is the only planet that ever had COVID or ever will. So it's kind of interesting we live in this symbiotic relationship with these diseases. Yeah, I mean, what we're, say, if there was another planet with maybe not as many humans, but humans on it, are you saying that it wouldn't get to the other planet? Unless, unless we were sending a spaceship, this is like same thing going with like your the your when you mentioned Christopher Columbus, um, before Christopher Columbus or the Vikings, however you want. Christopher Columbus is a controversial character, we know, but we're talking about um, just the uh, the nice things he did. <laughs> um, but when he went over from Europe to the Americas, um, he brought over diseases that never existed on this continent. Mm-hmm. So the same thing would happen with um, us going to another planet. Sure, and yeah. That's why, like, when the Mars missions send rovers to Mars or they send them to comets or different probes, they have to make sure that the um, machinery is sterilized so as to not contaminate the other planet's environments with whatever we have. So that's, yeah. that's why it's really important like everything's sterile once they go to that planet. Yeah, for sure. And I wonder how long it would even take to get to one planet to another. Like once you're up in outer space, I wonder how long that takes. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think from Earth to Mars, it's a three-year journey. 
or at least the the manned mission to Mars will be a three year journey. Mm-hmm. So imagine being in a small capsule for three years before you arrive at your destination. Yeah, it's a long time. But yeah, it's like it's kind of interesting, like just looking at our society, like why we're here, stuff like that. Like that's like the ultimate question. Like, who put us here, if anyone put us here, or are we just, like, a random anomaly? I think what's kind of um, interesting is that to think about how much of uh, our world is made up by ourselves. Like, uh... Like man-made lakes? Yeah, like man-made lakes. (laughs) There's one. That's what I think of. (laughs) Money is also a man-made thing. Uh, time is also a man-made phenomenon. As far as what? Like we create, we def- we created and defined time. So, this would get way too complicated for this podcast, but for this episode, for this episode, please excuse my lack of podcast nomenclature. Um, this would get too complicated, but basically, if you look more deeply at Einstein's theory of relativity time is a um, is not a fixed constant so it can change Um, but it's also it's also um, based on our like how time passes how our experience happens on this earth Mm -hmm. so for example if you we're on a planet that was closer to a black hole, for instance. The gravity of a black hole is so intense that it can actually bend space-time. Yeah. And so time passes differently. Sure. So it's like, it's like you, we defined it. But I mean, even like so like hundreds of years ago like I think back to like the Mayans and Aztecs and when they were even just creating like a calendar so it's interesting how far back that goes even in like days of the week and you know the simplest things that you can think of on a daily basis that to us doesn't really mean anything it saturday and sunday oh it's the weekend (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. it but like where where does this come from like why why the hell do we work five days a week? At least why in America. We, why don't we work four days a week? Why Christ. Don't we, why don't we get two months of vacation like Europe does? Yeah, I'm going to quit. So. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for if, if, if there are any listeners that are living in Europe who wonder why Americans don't get as much vacation as like most Europeans do, it... it, it sucks (laughs) you guys have it good yeah and that's the other thing too it's just how interesting how all the cultures like differ so drastically you know and we're all on one planet the planet is so large (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're all in this together guys seriously um but yeah i mean it's, I don't know, curious to what everyone else thinks of, like, 
our purpose here and why we do things because we're here why we use a car like to go places the simplest thing so um yeah like um i think uh one inspirational speech that um a famous astronomer carl sagan made uh is um he was involved with nasa's mission the void one the voyager project um and a quick backstory with the voyager project is nasa sent two or three space probes uh into the solar system to take photos and measure things on to get a better understanding of our solar system and then the ends of the mission is they would be catapulted into deep space mm-hmm. um so carl sagan was involved in one of the missions and one thing he really wanted to um do what ha- encouraged nasa to do is uh, after after the probe passed pluto he wanted um, NASA to turn the probe around and take a photo of Earth. And so that's where you get the famous pale blue dot photo. Take a selfie of the Earth. Yes, <laughs> it was the selfie of The selfies. first selfie that we didn't even know. Yeah, it's the selfies of selfies. But like one, one thing he said is like, it was really amazing because all you see in this photo is just tons of black and stars and stuff like that. And then there's this tiny blue dot which is like the size of a pinhead. And he's like, all of those generals and emperors and all those monarchs, dictators that have fought wars and spilled blood uh, to gain like a small, tiny fraction of that pale blue dot. It's like, are you really making an impact? I wonder how, I wonder how far they thought it was. But, um, but with regards to some of the, upcoming missions um there was another well there was a mars mission for 2020 that got delayed so it's not going to happen um no earlier than july 30th and so whenever it could be then or it could be sometime in august but it's nasa's mars 2020 perseverance rover that will land inside Mars's um, Jezero crater. By the time it gets to that crater, it'll be roughly around February 18th of 2021. Mm-hmm. So, and when I was reading about this, it's interesting just because of the certain d- conditions. They really only have a certain amount of time frame to plan all this. So if that window is gone, you know, with this, this delay, I think there are some technical issues. They're, they may have to wait until, I think they said until uh, the fall. So to even, you know, do the whole experience first onto Mars and then do the whole crater um, initiative there. And what they're trying to do ultimately is just look for that Martian life and see, you know, if anything is really happening because they had noted there was an ancient lake bed the size of lake tahoe and or river delta and uh had been there billions and billions of years ago but yeah i mean think about the climate that's always changing so obviously there's no water on mars so it dried up 
So they're trying to see and collect samples and whatnot to see what else is going on. And um, I, by the time they actually collect all that, get it back to Earth, are you ready for this? This is not going to be available as early as 2031. So 11 years, people. I'm going to be 41 until we find out these answers. And, which I thought was really cool, this is a joint effort by NASA and the European Space Agency. How cool is that? What up, Europe? Help us out. Um, We're better together. And one point that they did make was that the rover um, will also be testing new exploration technology and the gear uh, that generates oxygen from Mars's thin carbon dioxide um, dominated atmosphere since that's what they have there. <laughs> no oxygen for them. No, no. You know, it's kind of an interesting theory, though. What's that? Uh, Elon Musk talks about this sometimes, but since... NASA's atmosphere is predominantly carbon dioxide, mm-hmm. and plants take in carbon dioxide and take in take give out oxygen. As you could potentially convert the atmosphere of Mars to support life. Yeah, I'm just. I wonder how how involved that would be, and how much time and energy and Multiple. probably money too to freaking set all that shit up it would take multiple lifetimes i would say that it's kind of just like an ongoing project like i you know you think of our earth right with various different continents you know all the countries and it's almost like all right let's start with this country (laughs) and try to get it set up so you guys can actually like breathe here and tried to live here you know like that's just wild but i can't believe that there's a long list of people who signed up to be the first group that lives on mars because the first mission to mars is a one-way trip there's no return trip oh i don't like that that's that's scary yeah so imagine boarding a spacecraft knowing you're not coming back and you're leaving everything behind. That takes a special character in a person to do that. Um, what's the guy's name um, that we watched? Free with the rock climbing. Free Solo. Free Solo. Someone like him, I think he would do it. Because when they examined his brain, there was no fear for anything. Yeah, no fear, no remorse, no loathing. So, (laughs) someone that has that kind of mindset and just, you know, not the average or typical person that does get, you know, fearful of certain things. The dark. Aliens! (laughs) (laughs) Martians! (laughs) UFOs! <laughs> also has to be smart enough to do science experiments once they get there. Yeah. Yeah. I think what would be really hard is just, yeah, I mean, just like now 
with COVID to an extent, obviously, is just having someone else there with you. If someone else isn't there with me, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, sure, like, now it's different, like, when we were all been cooped up in the same house with someone, but this is a little different. Like, this, you're literally, you're not in your own home. You're in a fucking spaceship where you got to eat space food that tastes like chalk and just trying to, like, just trying to, like, keep your mind, like, healthy, I guess. Yeah, it's really fascinating because NASA is trying to pick specific personality types to be on that first mission so that you don't pick conflicting personality types. Wait, didn't I see? I feel like I heard something that um, you have to have like 20-20 vision to... Oh, yeah, that's that's even Navy pilots have to have 20-20 vision. But I thought how many... Well, I think it kind of depends on the age, too. Like, our... I don't know, because I think someone younger with twenty twenty. I mean, I don't need glasses, but I my vision is no longer twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But I still don't wear glasses because it's very small, um, minor, you know, correction I would need. So if I'm thirty, like how many, let's say thirty year olds, have twenty twenty vision? I'm just trying to think of like, in the sense of like, how many people younger than us would want to do that as part of their in part of their life i don't know i just feel like they're not ready it's a very slim margin of people who can fit those descriptions which if you want to talk about aliens there's a theory that like you know how yeah i was just gonna say maybe aliens could be a whole nother topic (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, just to tease it, like, you know the hype, the uh, stereotypical shape of an alien? Yeah, which is funny. Where did what, that come from? <laughs> what, if, what if they were made by an intelligent species? They were designed for space travel. Like, they had 20-20 vision. They could withstand radiation. So there's aliens here that look like humans. <laughs> no, just like... <laughs> Like the outsider with Jason Bateman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on to something. Yes, but we're going to, we can discuss it later. (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. There's so much to talk about, guys. This episode just went too fast. I can't get over it. But, but yeah, well, let me know your thoughts. If you have any UFO pictures, let me know. Um, please do not send me uh, a picture of a frisbee because I know that is not a UFO. Um, send me pictures of frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> send me all of your frisbee pictures. Um, but yeah, be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet. Google Podcasts, Spotify iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that's all the same jazz. And just reminding you guys about Google Podcasts. Again, there's been a little bit of a delay with them. Uh, why? Uh, I don't know, but that's just the way they've been uploading things. So when I publish my episodes, I've been trying, I've just been doing it like 1 a.m. But 
And no, I'm not up till 1 a.m. There's a nice little feature where you can schedule it. So it's been fabulous. But regardless, there is a little bit of delay on Google Podcasts. So if you're itching to just listen uh, for the latest and greatest, uh, just uh, go to my website, um, thebigdanepodcast.com forward slash podcast to Go directly to all the episodes, get the latest, and all the links are there for you to listen on your favorite platform. And if you're feeling a little funky, a little strange that day, you want to look at strange photos, um, you can look at my coffee page, the coffee subscription that I keep reminding you all to, you know, if you're feeling lucky and you can buy me a little cup of coffee if you really enjoy the exclusive content that I do not have on my Facebook and Instagram accounts. So I'll leave it to you, but I'll look out for you there and hit me up. All right. See you. Hey.